This is Booker T, five-time WCW champion. This is Roderick Strong. This is Scott Norton. This is Ken Shamrock. This is Maria Canales. Hey, this is Shark Boy. Hey, this is Jeff Jarrett. This is WWE Hall of Famer, Tito Santana. Yo, it's me, DDP. It's your Nigel you McGinnis. This is Hall of Famer Ron Simmons. Hey, this is the franchise Shane Douglas. This is Ted DiBiase, the million-dollar man. This is ROH wrestler Adam Cole. This is WWE superstar Roman Reigns. What's up, bro? This is Impact Wrestling superstar Roddy E. Hey, what's up? It's the ODB. Hello, this is WWE Hall of Famer Mick Foley. And- you are listening to the official Wrestling News Horse podcast. For all of your information, go to WrestlingNewsHorse.com or check us out on Facebook by searching WrestlingNewsHorse.com or WNS Podcast. You can also find us on YouTube, Twitter, Stitcher, and iTunes by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast or WNS Podcast. Now being broadcast in over 45 different countries, here are your hosts, Daniel Heron, Tyler Bear, and Doug. That's right. What's up, everyone? I am Daniel Heron. I'm Tyler Bear. I'm Doug. And we welcome you to episode 219 of the official podcast for WrestlingNewsSource.com. For all of your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com. Check us out on Facebook, WrestlingNewsSource.com. You can find us on Facebook, WNS Podcast, on YouTube, WNS Video, and on iTunes, Wrestling News Source Podcast. Guess what? What? We're on Stitcher, Pod, and Player.fm. Just search Wrestling News Source Podcast to find us. That's all you got to do. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at WNS Podcast. Uh Daniel's at WNS underscore Daniel. Uh Tyler's at Tyler underscore. Yes. Oh, yeah. So there you go. So welcome to the show. Finally, the time has come. WrestleMania is upon us. Stick around because we're going to be giving you our predictions for that. And it's probably not going to be pretty. So, uh... Doesn't feel like WrestleMania. It really does not. This time last year, we had eight people in the studio. We were all having fun and giving predictions. And you know, I just thought if we didn't go to WrestleMania last year, whatever we were, yeah, at a house and like we did our predictions in the money thing. Uh-huh. And if we did our like our big pick on like Taker, we would have lost. A we would have lost. A lot of us would have put the higher points on Taker to win. Yeah, we would have lost that. I but. was randomly thinking about that earlier. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, so welcome to the show. We're going to dive into some feedback, give you a rundown of what happened on Raw. Like I said, give you our predictions for WrestleMania. Might even talk a little bit of Lucha Underground, if A bears up for it. Okay. Uh, dive into some Q&A as well. So, Tyler, how you doing? Doing fine. Just yeah? got some food in my belly. Are you ready for your uh, your big weekend with, yeah. the, with the boys? We're going to Galveston. That's right, we are. Right, yeah, a good weekend. The place looked cool. Um. Go out we just don't about. know the address. Yeah, we'll find the address. Uh, go to the beach, other places, see what's over there. Absolutely. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Doug, how are you doing? You hanging in there? Uh, man, I got a fucked up tooth. Yeah. Ooh. That's never fun. Yeah, it hurts. So have you seen it? Did you like get a mirror or something and look and see oh, what's... I can see it. I looked at it. It hey. looks pretty bad. What, like, pieces like off of it or just... I mean, I guess. Like, it's sort of... I mean, it's a cavity. Uh, probably a bad one. Ugh. That's no fun. No, how that feels? Fucking hurts. Get that taken care of, man. Yeah, no, I'm sort of worried about like trying to get something done before this weekend. I don't want to be like yeah. not being able to like drink or anything. They're gonna be like, oh, you can't do anything. In fact, stay home for the rest of the. No. I'm also worried about having like it like hinder my time. Also, so yeah. I don't know what the fuck I'm gonna do. Like, Have you tried like um, take a week off? What size is it on? So right it's bottom right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oops, sorry. Um, have you like tried to like chew on one side? Yeah, you saw how my <laughs> stomach. <laughs> how that affects it. Okay. 
I mean, it was an accident. I like accidentally got some shit over there, but uh, I've been trying to chew on one side and stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's not just like if it was only like avoiding like sensitivity or something, I could handle it. It's like fucking aches, like uh, throbbing, uh, pulsing, yeah. painful. Well, I hope you get that taken care of. Yeah. So that way, sucks. Have a I, good time this weekend. I don't know why the fuck I'm, I'm like whining about this. I don't know why, but well, you're in pain. It's okay. Be strong. Yeah. You got this. So, uh, so yeah, so let's dive on into some feedback. First one we have is from Subs, Subs. saying, you can pronounce my name however you want. Oh, and just because I tend to think Ryback is a better high flyer than Adrian Neville, or just because I think Nikki Bella is better with Mike skills than Paul Heyman, and also how Sin Cara could outwork both The Rock and Brock Lesnar, doesn't mean I have shitty taste in wrestlers. Sarcasm. Have a lot of fun, uh, or have a lot of, have a lot of, a lot of love for you guys. Never stop doing the podcast. Thank you, Subs. Yeah, so we thank you very much for that, the feedback. You know. Thank you for listening. We certainly appreciate it. Heck yeah, My man. tooth hurts, Subs. <laughs> Feel sorry for me. So, yes. So Send him flowers. Yeah, I'm sure. Th- would flowers help you? No. Oh. No, not really. <laughs> I would <laughs> say send him no food, flowers. but that wouldn't help. Soft food. Send me food. Send him mashed potatoes and milkshakes. Ooh, milkshakes. Yeah. Well, maybe not milkshakes, because that'd be cold and... Probably get a toothache. I think I'm that. good. With, I'm think I'm good with a straw because I could focus everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, send me send me fucking bloodborne tips if you got any of those. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on this fucking bloodborne kick. This shit is fucking hard. I never played Demon Souls. I never played Dark Souls. This shit is fucking hard. Pretty, pretty difficult. Send him tips. Hard task about that. I've been reading all this shit on the internet about it too. And I just like okay, well, what, I go and I, I go and I fucking die. There is no, there's no difficulty like setting. It's it's just fucking hard. <laughs> That's just weird. straight up hard. Straight up hard. And then you finally beat the game, and they're like, now you have the option to play hard or really hard. Well, I read something about like the creators were having problems beating, beating like their own game. Oh my so. god! <laughs> Why would you even do that? <laughs> well, this whole thing is like those ga- like this games are supposed to be fucking hard. I don't know those kind of games. Well. The guy, this Miyazaki dude, who ma- who made this produced made I don't know what his fucking position is. Co-created. He yeah he did Demon Souls and he did uh, Dark Souls and then this is his new game system. And when I say those type of games, I mean like that series and this game are all like notoriously hard. Good. Wow, sounds like a game I will happily pass on. So, uh, but yeah, but thank you for the feedback. Next bit of feedback we have is from Parker. Saying, "Hey guys, Joe wrestled Kyle O'Reilly that night in Baltimore, and um, and so long, wait, and yeah, and so long. I'll meet you on the other side of the wrestling season. Good luck. So, uh, so yeah, cool to know that you had a good time. Oh <clears throat> uh, yeah, yeah, that's what I think. We sort of like uh, guessed our way to the O'Reilly match. Yeah, they have a they have a preview up for it on like the website or whatever. Nice. I think it's going to be on this next week's." Uh, ROH TV, maybe. I might be wrong about yeah, that. Yeah, they said that. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, cool stuff. Um, Yeah. Maybe we'll see you. <laughs> well, what does he mean by on the other side of wrestling season? I guess of WrestleMania, kind of the new uh, start. Oh, that makes sense, yeah. That would be my take. I thought he meant, like, uh, amateur wrestling, and I, and then, but I don't think it's amateur wrestling season. I don't know. Mm, I have no idea. You're probably right. He probably means WrestleMania. But uh, but yeah, but thanks for the feedback. Let us know where you're sitting so maybe we can watch for you whenever Ring of Honor comes on. Next bit of feedback we have is from Chuck 
saying, hey, guys, thanks for mentioning me on air. No problem. Thanks for listening. If hey, that's Chuck, simple. Thanks for yeah. listening to our If you listen show. and you, uh, give us a little bit of feedback, hey, we might just yeah. might read it. What's up, Chuck? We certainly, think, we certainly thank you for it. I really want to I really, really want to read some uh, Bloodborne tips. So y'all send those. <laughs> yes. Next week, we need to see some Bloodborne tips. Absolutely. Please. So the last bit of feedback we have is from Bazooka Majen saying, great show, guys. Hashtag, we want kitty kiss sting. <laughs> Okay, that's, that's referring to the yeah. face paint that we talked about last week. So, kitty kiss, kitty kiss sting, With whiskers it? and all. You want to see the Joker sting again? No, let's not do that. Showtime. No, let's not do that. So, uh, so yeah, we kick things off the final raw. Him and Ambrose can just do like bad impressions back. Then. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That'd be funny. So, um, so we kick things off the go home show of Raw. For WrestleMania, we kick things off with Sting coming out. So a nice change. Uh, Stephanie McMahon. You know, I feel like it. Sorry to interrupt you, but I feel like it's 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 too late. You know, we for a while we wanted Sting to come out yeah. and talk, do all yeah. this stuff. But guess what? Oh, we get him to talk. Wait, well, last week was six days on, before Mania. Uh, last week was that on the app, mm-hmm. and this is on Raw. It's just it's just too late because you mm. expect them to have words back and forth on Raw. Yep. The first time he talked was technically a video with his voice disguised. Yep. But this is what I've been wanting, and it wasn't what I wanted. It wasn't what I wanted, nope. Well, I think with, I think the intention, and I, I missed Raw because I had like a family thing, so I didn't see any of this, but just speaking in general off of what Tyler said, um, that had to help that feel a little bit better. Um, I think that, the idea is to keep Sting special, keep him as a special attraction by using him sparingly. He was there enough to move the story along, you know? I think the problem is they didn't do a good job of telling the story, not that they didn't use him enough. Yeah, Like, he was there enough times to move it along. It's just what they decided to give him a reason and what they decided to try to, you know, tether the story together with just ultimately didn't make a lot of sense and didn't work together. I think that's more my problem than Sting wasn't there enough, if that makes any sense. Yeah, and, you know, Sting comes out and he's talking about, you know, it feels good to be here. You know, this is what it's like to kick off Monday Night Raw. It feels good. I'm excited to be here. Um, but, you know, they, they have been hyping for weeks that this is Sting's, you know, revenge for them taking down WCW. And the first thing he does is clarify, no, that's not what this is about, that... You know, for someone to hold a grudge for 14 years, that's just stupid. And you know, I'm here to I'm here to take down Triple H. It has nothing to do with WCW. It's like, yeah, I love WCW, but that's not why I'm here. I'm here to take out Triple H. He's got he's let the power go to his head. So Stephanie comes out. She cuts a promo on him, saying, "Yeah, it is about WCW, and you're all WCW, and everything's WCW." And goes to try and slap Sting. Sting catches it. Triple H comes out, wants to fight. But does not. It's a sledgehammer versus the bat, and nothing, nothing happens from there. So, whatever. It's just a badly built feud, I guess. I mean, I'm still want to see. Uh. I mean, I may not be super pumped as I should be, but I do want to see Sting Triple H. I think it's cool to see Sting in the WWE. Yeah. I just don't think it's cool how they went about it. Yeah. And, and I. Don't, I, I Oh, sorry. Okay. I get it. I I do get excited about wrestlers that never fought before, or mm-hmm. I mean, it may not have been built up the the right way, but I still there's part of me that gets excited. Yeah. So, and the fact that this is supposed to be for WrestleMania, this yeah. is the selling point. Hey, 
You should be amped about this. And the fact that I'm not really disappoints me. You know? I think in theory, like Sting's first like WWE match should be a draw and I draw big enough to move WrestleMania. It's just yeah. the feud they put him in, I don't think anyone was clamoring for. Right. So I don't know. But that takes us into the first matchup. R Truth and Dean Ambrose going up against Harper and Stardust. Uh, R-Truth getting the pinfall on this one, getting the getting the victory. Uh, Wade Barrett was on commentary, and he booked it out of there so no one could take his title. So, I mean, anything to really take away from the matchup? Traditional tag match, whatevs. Um, after that, we got to see a 10-man tag match, 5-on-5. Uh, five five. Ryback, uh, Zack Ryder, Titus O'Neil, Darren Young, I bet Eric all these Rowan. Are people that's in the Battle Royal. Yes, uh, and that was the big hype, although... They paid absolutely no attention to what was happening in the ring because they had Bill Simmons doing his shtick with JBL going back and forth. And apparently JBL was in this Twitter feud or whatever with him over the course of the weekend or over the course of the week. And then as soon as he sits down, JBL's just like kissing his ass the whole time. So I didn't see that part or whatever. Yeah. Well, like, oh man, was it thanks last- for coming. Last week, he was like, oh, Bill Simmons is going to be here. He's selfish. He yeah. does blah, 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 blah. And then turn around the very next week, the guy's sitting next to you, and you're kissing his ass. Come here. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just, I don't know. The commentary team, for me, I just half the time I don't even pay attention to what they do. Because, Mute. Yeah. I mean, pretty much, because they're not adding anything to the matches. Um. By looking up on the screen to see who was in there and stuff, uh, mm-hmm. I don't know what the deal. I don't know if they've been fighting each other on a different show or whatever. But like, I uh, liked uh, Z True Hollywood or whatever Z Zach Ryder yeah. his profile and stuff right there. He's all he's been posting a lot of Adam Rose. Have they been yeah, doing stuff together. They've been doing like a Twitter war lately. Oh, okay. Um. So I was wondering. Yeah. So over the past few weeks, they've been. They've been going back and forth. They're like, oh, look who lasted longer in the Rumble last week. Oh, look who's been on Raw longer this week and all kinds of stuff. So, but Ryback, Ryder, Titus O'Neil, Darren Young, Eric Rowan, they get the victory. They got the victory over Miz, Miz Dow, Adam Rose, and The Ascension. So, nothing really to add to oh, it. Oh, The Ascension. Where have those guys been? Huh. They're going to be in the Battle Royal. So... Well, it'd be crazy if like throw them in the tag team thing and they lost. They're the first one to lose on me. Yeah, it's elimination. I don't know. So after that, we got to see Randy Orton going up against you. Pick the winner: Big Show, Kane, or Seth Rollins and J and J Security. And the fans chose Rollins and J and J Security. Match went exactly how you think it would. Uh Uh, Orton not getting his hands on Rollins, getting the victory. Was Uh, there a RKO out of nowhere? It wasn't from out of nowhere, but it did happen. From underneath the ring. From underneath the ring. Yep, that's right. So you got like you got like RKO videos. Yeah, some of them are pretty funny. Uh, after that, we got to see the uh, Divas Championship match. Uh, Nikki threw out a challenge saying, "I'll put my title on the line against either you, AJ, or you, Paige. You two have to decide who's going to face me." And it was decided that Paige was going to face Nikki for the title. Page like and Paige. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> so Nikki ends up defeating Paige, but I, you know, this match was actually really solid. Um, you know, it went to commercial break, came back, but you know, uh, I said it on Twitter and I'll say it again. You know, Nikki has 
vastly improved in her in-ring abilities over the uh, over the past few months. Um, so it's really good to see she's at least stepping up her game and uh, wanting to put on solid matchups. Uh, Paige did a good job. Uh, the finish came when AJ was fighting off Bree and Paige went to go put her hand on AJ's shoulder and AJ just threw an elbow back and Nikki rolled her in, put her in the her finisher and got the victory. So nothing really to add from that after that. But um, uh, after the match, we did see Paige and AJ brawl for a little bit and the ref had to pull them apart. So will they be able to work together nope. at WrestleMania? Yeah. Uh, after that, we got to see Snoop Dogg come out, uh, cut a promo, Talk a little bit about WrestleMania. Hey, did they announce LL Cool J is performing at WrestleMania? He's not performing, but I think he, they're going to do like a video package with him, uh, like to start, like the opening segment, like the opening package. Right. Like you know how uh, for WrestleMania 30 they had the everyone on Bourbon Street and the partying and stuff uh, like that. It's going to do. It's going to be a video package with LL Cool J. Um, why would they do that? Just because he's their buddy. I don't know. Well, I get the, deal, though. If he was doing like a musical performance, I'd understand at least because they like to have perform musical performances. They are going to have reason. a musical performance this year. It's going to be uh, David Guetta, uh, Skylar Gray, and a couple other people. Never heard of it. Never heard of it. Uh, and Kid Rock. No, no Kid Rock. But David Guetta is the one who has the, the theme song for this year's WrestleMania, The Rise. That one. So, um... Why can't they just have Uncle Ill saying Mama said knock you out? I'd be okay with that. Yeah, but no, supposedly Mama there's going to be like three or four songs in the little program, so I don't know. I'm just glad that whenever we went to Mania last year, there was no musical performances. With the exception, say, I'm glad there was no Kid Rock. I'm glad, too. I'm glad there was no Kid Rock as well, except the Celebrate song, but... uh you know, I mean, it's it's fine to have a band play the the wrestler to the ring and stuff no, like that. No, I wish I but actively don't. wish Kid Rock on these people because we had to sit through it. <laughs> so do that you? I totally make to it the, the worst well, WrestleMania. At twenty five, me and Tyler had to sit through. Oh, I know you gosh. did, but I didn't. So don't wish that on me. Uh, Wishing that on the, where other people. I don't know. Oof. Whoever. Whoever, that's, everybody. That's their experience. That's the, the 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 not WrestleMania. WrestleMania. Yeah. So let's hey hey let's stop the show let's stop the momentum so that people can sing a couple songs why yes. not so um but yeah so I'd be fine with Mama said knock you out if they wanted to do that have it kick off the show or something like that <clears throat> so uh, we did get to see Snoop Dogg come out cut a promo that could be how Joe debuted because Joe get that out of here <laughs> <laughs> get that uh, get that piece of trash they could out of they here. could debut Samoa Joe with LL Cool J singing Mama said knock you out. <laughs> So, because uh, he used that for a little while as interest music. Nice, I don't know that. That'd be cool. So, um, but yeah, so Snoop Dogg coming out, cutting a promo. They're calling it Snoop Mania. He's interrupted by Curtis Axel with his Axel Mania thing, and they say, "Well, you're forgetting one important thing." And cue Hulkamania. So Hulk Hogan comes out. What I you thought gonna do, Curtis brother? has like been like a good guy. <clears throat> Not necessarily a good guy, but the crowd's getting behind him. Maybe that's what it is. So, um. Yeah, so they end up Hogan. Hogan ends up blocking a punch from Curtis Axel, and uh, Snoop Dogg ends up throwing him over the top rope. So uh, yeah, so nothing really to add from there. Um, 
After that, we got to see Rusev going up against Swagger again for the umpteenth time. I mean, talk about beating a horse with a stick. That's the match I want to see at WrestleMania. Yeah, this is the one we should have seen all along. So, yeah. It's just one of those things. You you see it so many times, and I don't know. But then uh, Cena comes out after the match. Really, guys? Okay. So, Cena comes out. Rusev beats down Cena. And that's pretty much the end of it. Yep. Anything to add from it, Tyler? You're so that's what happened. You're so flustered. I am flustered. That's Why a, are you it's, so flustered? Because yeah, it's distracting. <laughs> you are distracting. I don't have anything else I can <laughs> contribute. But <laughs> you're doing okay. You're doing okay. It's it's no. That noise. That's my cup. All I can contribute is background noise. I'm sorry. Yeah. So uh, I don't know. So after that, we got to see Bray Wyatt. He delivered a promo. It was a solid promo. What did you think, Tyler? Didn't see it. Okay. It's all bits and pieces. So after that, we got to see Dolph Ziggler going up against Daniel Bryan in the main event. I was actually kind of shocked that uh, Dolph Ziggler got the got the win. Well, he beat him um, on SmackDown too. Yeah. So give up the win because Daniel Bryan's gonna win. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, it's possible. But uh, Dean Ambrose was elected the uh, the special referee, and uh, after the uh, after the match, he went to raise. Uh, Ziggler's hand or put his hand on his shoulder and Ziggler shrugged them off and so Get off that, that caused him to hit dirty deeds and uh, then just an all out brawl all the uh, all the other participants came in and Get off me, bro. decided to uh, attack one another and it ended did, up in a standstill let me guess did they break out a ladder they did oh my god how did you know because earlier, <laughs> I'm clairvoyant. Earlier during Raw, oh, wait, that would be the past, not the future. <laughs> earlier in Raw, Kane came out and said, "Hey, I'm here to take your title so that we can hang it above the ring." So played right into it. So yeah, they all tried to climb up the ladder, but it ended in a standstill. No one was standing tall. So um, the truth tried to climb the ladder. He did. Did he I act think. afraid? Uh, I don't actually. I don't remember if he tried to climb. Didn't, it or didn't not. one year? Wasn't one year he was in it and he did the? He played up his afraid of heights. Yeah, there's some like continuity with truth being afraid of ladders. Yes, probably. yes, you're correct. Also with spiders, right? Yes. <laughs> okay. And He's conspiracies. <laughs> so after that, we got to see what had been the most hyped up segment all week long, all during Raw. The the stare down, the face to face interaction between Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns. It's next, only on Raw. You don't want to miss it. And it turns out to be a tug of war. Children fighting over a toy. I mean, it was absolutely ridiculous. Heyman, once Heyman stopped talking, that's how they should have ended Raw because that would have been at least a somewhat decent ending to Raw as opposed to what they did afterwards. So I'm gonna confuse everybody. How about that? This is play tug of war and they confuse people. Yep. That's my belt. That's so, my belt. A very lackluster That's my belt. way to uh to close out Raw, especially the go home show. It's supposed to be like their big selling point. This is what you are paying to see. This is why you're giving us your money. This is why you're giving us either your fifty five dollars for pay per view or nine ninety nine for the network. I mean no. Not at all. If anything, I'd be like, you know what? Just give me my money back because I don't want to watch that. So it's a whole bunch of madness. Didn't enjoy it. Uh, I felt Raw was kind of a letdown, you know? Well, 
Um, you know what? I don't know what the fuck I was going to say. <laughs> I, I don't remember. All right. Well, with that being said, we got to hear those picks. We got to hear those picks. We got to hear those picks. Because like I said, WrestleMania 31 taking place this Sunday out in San Francisco, the San Francisco Bay Area, uh, Levi Stadium is where it's going to be. Hopefully the weather cooperates, which it's California. It should be nice, but you never know. So the um, the kickoff match, Tyson Kidd, Cesaro going up against the Usos, going up against Los Matadores, going up against the New Day in a... Uh, I don't know. Have they said if it's a fatal four-way or if it's an elimination style or is it just I traditional? Don't know. Not too sure. But uh, you know, I'm kind of bummed that this is taking place during the kickoff show because you know they've got four hours to kill. Um, Who would you switch it with? I wouldn't switch it with anyone. I'd just oh, pretty sure I'd just be talking. Yeah. 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 Um, but you know, I understand that. You know, sort of how, how they did last year. They had. A, a very similar match, and uh, and then the participants were later thrown into the Andre Battle Royal. So, could we possibly see that as well? It's possible. But uh, let's talk about this one. Uh, they've they've tried they've tried their darndest to reestablish a tag team division, but I'm not sure I'm really buying into it. Uh, I don't know who is going to walk away with this one. Well, I mean, I kind of I have a hunch, but. They just haven't really made anyone really look strong in this whole situation. Uh, so I'm going to go with Cesaro and Kid to retain. Uh, I'm the same. I'm going to keep them to retain because I don't see them uh, put on anyone else. Or, I mean, technically I could see them take them off them. But I guess I just want them to keep it. Yeah. I don't want anyone else to have them. <laughs> How about you, Doug? Uh, well, I feel like the story that they're building to is – the drama between Tyson and Natalia eventually costing them the titles. Mm-hmm. But That's too I don't I don't know that it's necessarily like culminating here at WrestleMania. And um I don't know if you look at the other teams involved, it feels like a real lackluster build. Like I can't see putting the belts uh on any of these other teams with confidence. Maybe the Usos, but the Usos I don't I don't know that anyone's clamoring for the Usos to get the, the belts back. They've had mm-hmm. it um you know they they've had um not necessarily lengthy reigns, but they've had a couple of uh, solid runs. Yeah, solid runs, and so it feels like they've had. It feels like been there, done that with those guys right now. Yeah. So I mean, I, I guess I'm gonna I'm gonna say that uh, Kid and uh, Tyson, uh, Ty- Kid and Cesaro retain. Okay, so we're pretty much all in unison with that, uh, and we are getting ready because we're gonna be watching it this Sunday, and a very nice TV. It's gonna be awesome. Gonna have our have our bets going. It should be pretty nice. Uh, so, I don't know. Let's just dive on into the uh, the first match that I have written down. The uh, seven-man intercontinental title ladder match featuring Wade Barrett, R-Truth, Dean Ambrose, Stardust, Dolph Ziggler, Daniel Bryan, and Luke Harper. Tyler, we'll kick it off with you. I feel like this is probably one of the, you know, the bigger built matches, or at least one that's had the most, one of the most focus. But uh, I guess that's because all the participants are there. But I don't know. Take it away, Tyler. I felt like they were going to do something with Dean Ambrose and Wade Barrett, whatever, but mm-hmm. I guess for many of they turn all this. But I'm just going to go with Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan? Yeah. Okay. I know uh, a lot of people have been commenting that Bryan is the front runner. Uh, have him 
have him win the Intercontinental title to elevate it and have John Cena win the U.S. title to elevate that. So you have, you know, two established guys holding the holding the title, you know, to elevate it a little bit. But I don't know if it can be at this point. But, okay, so Daniel Bryan's your pick? Mm-hmm. All right, how about you, Doug? I mean, I think if you look at it realistically, there's only, uh, you know, two or three guys who could, act, who could realistically win this. Mm-hmm. I don't think Truth or... Um, uh, Harper have a shot. I don't think Stardust has a shot. Um, I mean, I think if you're looking hard at it, it's got to be Ambrose or Brian or Ziggler. And I don't think I don't even think Ziggler has a great shot either. Honestly, I think it comes down to Ambrose or Brian. Felt like they were not even Barrett. <laughs> no, I don't think Brad has any shot. <laughs> um, I think if you, I think if you look at the story they were initially telling, looked like they wanted to do something with Ambrose, but they cooled him off like, like almost entirely. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's by design. So they wanted the wind to feel maybe sort of like more surprising. So I could see Ambrose, I could see Ambrose getting it, but I'm going to go with Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to agree with you guys on that one. Uh, I just feel like they're going to want to, have an established guy hold the title, get a possible lengthy run out of it. Uh, so I'll, unanimous on that one, Dana Bryan to to win the seven man intercontinental title ladder match. So plus, I feel like they are going to say, "Hey, look, we let your guy win a belt. It's it's important." Right? Yeah, I know he's not in the main event, but we gave him a big win, so y'all should like us now, right? Uh, this is I don't know. This is probably probably been one of the poorest booked. WrestleManias, I think we've had in a long time, if not ever. Uh, it's just the storylines just have not had the big feel to them. It doesn't have a big feel to to it at all. I just, I mean, I would agree with that. I mean, if you, not even taking into account um, what guys you would like to see in what spots, if you look strictly at look strictly at it from the accepting the guys and the spots as they are given. You just look strictly at the stories they're telling, strictly the angles. They just mm-hmm. they haven't been there. Yeah, there's only it, it's not it's not a like a it's not like a crybaby thing like you're like my guy's not in a spot. It's a it's a, really just a question of they did not do a good job of building these angles. Mm-hmm. I mean the whole pretty much all of the matches, even the Sting and Triple H storyline has been poorly told. You know, like they said on Raw uh, you know, Sting came out and said, this isn't about WCW versus WWE. This is me wanting to take Triple H down. It, you know, it has nothing to do with with WCW. That would be stupid. So for them to to go out and then say, oh, WCW, WCW, WCW is, is foolish. So pretty much with the, with the exception of maybe Cena and Rusev, all of these matches have had a poor buildup. But I don't know. So, uh, but with that being said, let's go on into the next matchup: the Andre the Giant Battle Memorial Battle Royal. So this one's got a number of guys in it, too many to name off, uh, and they could always be throwing some more people in, you know, right before the match begins. A uh, couple front runners: Ryback, Mark Henry, uh, Miz Dow, even a speculated returning Sheamus. Um, so who, who, Doug, we'll start with you. Who do you think is, is going to walk away with this one? Um, so I missed raw because I had a family thing. So Seamus was not like officially announced or anything. No. Okay. 
So I'm gonna I'm gonna take Mizdo. Mizdo. I'm gonna take Mizdo. I could see. Her. I would not be surprised if a returning Sheamus won it. I would not be surprised to see uh, Ryback win it. Mm-hmm. Um, anybody else outside of these three would surprise me. But yeah. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna just for the sake of making a pick, I'm gonna say Mizdow. I If you're gonna pay that off and get a good reaction that you're gonna expect to build on, there's not gonna be. It doesn't make sense for it to for them to hold it off any longer. It's mm-hmm. just gonna lose impact. And this is the highest. Um, I mean, this is the, the highest probability of them getting the sort of reaction they want from paying this off. So I can see it coming down to them too, and then uh, Mizdow chunking Miz. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it wouldn't again. It wouldn't surprise me if Sheamus. I could see Ryback, but I'm I'm gonna go with Mizdow. I can picture it now. Miz and Mizdow teaming up throughout the Royal, and it comes down to Miz and Mizdow. Miz is like, okay, hop over the hop over the rope. Thank good job. Also, I it also wouldn't surprise me if I thought I heard that they were uh, not heard, but I did hear that they were gonna. I don't know who it was, but they were gonna put an NXT guy in, like the yes. was NXT. There was a match for the NXT There's guys. There's a to tournament have a spot. that's going to be taking place uh, the, leading up to WrestleMania. Like at the Axis event? Yes. Okay. I think it's Balor, Hideo, Neville, um, and one other person. The I think guys you would expect. Tyler Breeze, I believe, yeah. was the other one. Um, so I don't know. Is that supposed to be on the network? Are they going to show those matches, or is it just. I'm not sure. I'll have to check. Or you're just going to be surprised with who's over here? I'm sure they'll do a. A little video recap leading up to it. Sure. Would not be surprised if they use that as a way to debut a guy. I could see yeah. that happening as well. Yep. That'd be a, that'd be a good way. So you pick uh, Ms. Dow to win? I'm going to take Ms. Dow. Ms. Dow? All right. He's the surest bet of what's announced. Good stuff. How about you, Tyler? I'm going with someone not announced. I'm oh. Seamus. Seamus. All right. So going on a hunch. Going on a hunch there. Good stuff. Uh, I'm going to pick Ms. Dow as well. Um, I think this could create their, you know, their split between Ms. Dow and Miz. It gives Ms. Dow the WrestleMania moment. You know, oh, Miz is furious with Ms. Dow. You stole my moment. I was supposed to be the winner. And now I'm coming after you. So uh, I'm picking Ms. Dow to win. Uh, so two Ms. Dows and a Sheamus. Uh, good stuff. So next matchup, AJ Lee and Paige going up against the Bellas. So... You know, the whole give Divas a chance looks like it might be coming to fruition a little bit, with the exception that this is a tag match instead of like a fatal four-way for the title. I feel like that would have been a little bit, you know, better of a decision. Um, But, I mean, I just just find it kind of odd that they're having the Divas champion not have a Divas championship match at WrestleMania. It works out because this is their off uh, mania, so this mania is off, so it doesn't matter. It is really off, but I mean, they could have had it in order to, you know, further elevate the divas and show more importance and show them what they can do. But you know, you do what you can. So, uh, Doug, we'll start off. We'll start off with you. Who are you going to take in this one? AJ Lee versus Paige, or AJ Lee and Paige versus the Bellas? I'm sorry. Uh, I'm going to take AJ and Paige. AJ and Paige. Okay. Even after their uh, feuding on Monday, they had a sort of a falling out. Well, I missed, like I said, or, yeah, that's well, true. I missed Raw, but okay. I, I just feel like the story so far has been sort of the reign of terror of the Bellas. 
maybe that's an overstatement. Maybe Reign of Terror is not necessarily a great <laughs> way to put it. But, you know, they've sort of been dominating the diva scene. Uh, you know, for the majority of, I mean, there was a short AJ run. There was a short page run between <clears throat> Last Mania and this. The rest of it, like, just all the memories I have of the divas in between, other than those two instances, is <coughs> Bellas, Bellas, Bellas. So, yeah. I really see, like, this is them putting the cap on the Bellas thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not. I mean, it's the title's not up for grabs. So, but I, but I feel like this is sort of like the beginning of the end for it or whatever. Okay. How about you, Tyler? Um, I'm gonna go with uh, Paige and um, uh, and AJ, AJ Lee. Interesting. Any reason behind um, it? I feel like the Bellas can can take a loss at Mania. Yeah. Them too, as a team. Mm-hmm. Paige and uh, AJ can't. Okay, um, I'm not sure who I'm going to go with on this one. I'm kind of I'm kind of up in the air because you know they're they're elevating the Bellas to like new heights and they're having AJ and Paige feuded out with the sort of can they co you know can they work together as a cohesive unit? Um, but I don't know. I think how else are they going to? Not, okay, this is a poor choice of words when I say however, but I mean that sarcastically <laughs> when I say however. How how else are they going to establish a new contender for the title if they don't have um, Nikki take a fall to one of these divas? Well, I mean, like you said, most of last year was age and pay J. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like pay, that. Pay, age pay and pay J. J. Well, that's, the, that's their new name. I like that. Age pay and pay J. J. Age and pay J. So AJ and Paige, like you said, they, they had... You know, they shared title runs for a majority of the year. Then it went to the Bellas. So have the Bellas beat AJ and Paige and have a new team, you know, a new diva step up. Maybe bring in uh, um, Charlotte from NXT. So that's always a possibility. You think they're gonna? You think they're gonna repeat the have her win the title on her first night again thing? You don't have to have her win the title the first night. But I mean, you could have her show up to make a statement saying, "I'm coming for the title." I'm coming for you. So come, come, extreme rules. That title's mine. Coming for Age and Pay J. Age and Pay J. That's right. So, uh, um, I don't know. I think I'll go with the Bellas on this one, just to see, just to see uh, if there's uh, a a clear cut winner between the three of us. So uh, that'll take us into the next matchup: Randy Orton versus Seth Rollins, Mister Money in the Bank himself. I know there's a lot of speculation as to what he's going to be doing towards the end of WrestleMania, but um, you know he's got to go through Randy Orton first. So Tyler, we'll start with you. Um, you know this has been oddly booked, to say the least. You know they, I mean it's traditional booking, but again, it's just there's not a whole lot of passion there. When you say People, oddly, you mean badly. Very badly. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. I guess there's some speculation. Also, this goes with I guess is Roman going to beat. Brock, and yeah. then is Seth going to cash in on Roman? Mm-hmm. Or is he going to cash in on Brock? Or Brock. Yeah. Or is he going to cash in at all? It uh, could be different now since Brock, I guess, uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. But um, just for reference, <coughs> when is uh, Money in the Bank this year? July, I think. So I think he has until July to cash, right? Yes. Okay. I want to say July. Don't quote me on that, but that's um, without looking up the information. I'm still going to go with um, Rollins. Rollins? Orton puts him over? Just um, to look 
I guess look strong. I don't know. I'm just I have a feeling. Now here's the question: if he if he does beat Orton, does he beat him alone, or does you know, or or would you have Orton overcome all the odds of J and J security and Kane and Big Show if they decide to be? I present? say there's going to be his team out there. Yeah. Okay. So uh, Rollins gets the win. Yes. All right, Doug. How about you? I'm going Rollins as well. Rollins. Um, they're my predictions have been pretty babyface heavy. Mm-hmm. And while Mania is the show that traditionally the babyfaces go over and you make the fans happy type thing, mm-hmm. you at least get some hills in there, you know, in some of these matches. So that sort of sways my decision. Also, I feel like this was so like booked so badly that Orton's already got his come up. It's like they yeah. should have like booked it for him to get his payback at this pay per view, but he's yeah. already got it. So whenever he took him out after, right. at the end of Raw a few weeks ago, he's already got his payback. So they might as well put the kid over. I yeah. mean, like I'm I'm going with Rollins. I'm have with the, Tyler. Have the new talent step forward, and then he can have claim. Oh, you know, I I beat Randy Orton, and then I went on to win the WWE title in the same night or something like that. You know, it didn't have to be clean, but uh, I mean, he, I think he's gonna win. Yeah, you know, one thing I like that Seth Rollins says. He'll say, like, uh, you know, I can beat anyone or whatever. Then he'll, like, someone will, like, well, in the past, they'll bring up about, you know, his match with John Cena mm-hmm. and uh, Brock Lesnar. And then he's like, well, you can't take on Brock Lesnar. I've been in the ring with Brock Lesnar. Yeah. He'll say that. I like that. Yep. Um, but one of the things, you, you did mention that WrestleMania tends to be very face-friendly. Um, you know, I was thinking, you know, when was the last time we had, like, a good heel ending? The last one we actually had was Miz at, at 27. But, like, think back before then, when was the last one? I mean, it's been a while. When Austin was still? No, I don't know. I, like I mean, that's the, that's the one that pops into mind at, from, from 18. Tradi- traditionally, they they like the baby faces to go over mm-hmm. in Mania. Traditionally. But what... I, I think I think uh, this year we might be due for a, for a heel to be standing high... At the end of, uh, of at the end of WrestleMania, now will it be Seth Rollins? Will it be Brock Lesnar? Or will we see a switch, which we'll talk about a little bit later on? Maybe Roman Reigns. We'll dive on into that a little bit later. But uh, as far as this matchup, I think Seth Rollins is going to win as well. Um, I don't know. Maybe he does it alone. Uh, comes comes out by himself, proves proves himself against Randy Orton, beats him. Fair Pre- preferably, he does it alone. But right, you know. Come on. Yeah. You know um, how they like to book their heels. I'd like to, yeah, I'd like these guys to get some decent time for their matchup. Um, so, who knows? We'll have to see how that how that all plans out this Sunday. So, uh, the next matchup we'll talk about, the U.S. title, Rusev, going up against John Cena. So, uh, I don't know. Uh, Doug, we'll, we'll start with you. What are your thoughts on, on this? Uh, well, this story is building... And the way they've laid this angle out is that the logical conclusion is that Cena beats Rusev here. Mm-hmm. That's the story they're telling. That's the logical end of the story they're telling. Um, they've sort of magically booked Cena in an angle where he's going to be an actual babyface, and like they actually have him in there with someone that the crowd's not going to turn on him for. Mm-hmm. So the fans, I think, will get behind Rusev. I think more fans are coming around to Rusev's being pretty good, so you're probably going to get some more smarkiness yeah, about it but uh of course but i think the majority of the crowd they, they, they've weighed on the the patriotic angle like real heavily so i think that's going to help them uh, i think the logical 
uh, conclusion is that Cena wins, but if they have any guts, if anybody in that company has any guts whatsoever, Rusev has been their best booked heel uh, outside of Brock Lesnar. He's been their best booked wrestler, period. Mm -hmm. And if they had any guts, they will make this guy a star by having him beat Cena. This is why they're having problems with, they're running into a lot of problems with making guys stars. You look at Bray Wyatt. Now, I'm critical of Bray Wyatt. He's got his shortcomings. He has his faults, but he had the potential to become Mm -hmm. an upper-tier player, but they they kneecapped him whenever they were scared to put him over John Cena at WrestleMania last year. Absolutely. And as long as you are too afraid to have your the guys you consider your top guys lose to guys who might be able to become your top guys, those guys are never going to get to that level. Mm-hmm. If they have any guts whatsoever, Rusev will beat Cena clean as a whistle, and he will elevate the title himself mm-hmm. and elevate himself by beating John Cena. Be a monster heel. That being said, I have no confidence. That, <laughs> I have no confidence that, that they have any guts in that company, and I'm going with John Cena. John Cena? All right. Very good argument, sir. Tyler, how about you? Um, I feel like it's time. Um, well, I mean, he does make a good point, but uh, time is up and time is now. I'm, I'm gonna go with John Cena because the how the storyline goes. Mm-hmm. It, it, like you said, he should he should win it. Yeah, if you're looking at just by the story they're telling, Cena is the guy who should win. That's the story they're telling. But we know WWE, <laughs> so um, <laughs> but I, I'm still gonna go with Cena. Yeah. I'm just, but if you're looking at it from a make a new guy perspective, yep. Rusev is the guy. That's where my mindset is. Like, this is their chance to correct what they did with Bray Wyatt. I would, I would love to be wrong. I would mm-hmm. love for them to surprise me. I would love to come on next week and be like, and have to eat crow and tell you guys that I was wrong. That they showed some guts and put Rusev over. I just don't believe it until mm-hmm. I see it. I, I'm picking Cena. So two Cenas. I think I'll. I'll be that man. Okay. I will say this could be the time for change. I'm going to go with Rusev to retain. Good luck with it. Yeah. I hope I'm wrong. I hope you're right. I heard he's going to be getting a sweet entrance, too. Rusev or Cena? Rusev. He's got a bunch of, like, what, Russian soldiers? Like, or yeah, like an army or something marching him down. It should be pretty interesting. <laughs> I thought they were double casting for, like, Russian soldiers and, like, druids for The Undertaker or something <laughs> like that. Well, a bit like they got all, like, the, all the people, like they did for John Cena. They mm-hmm. all wore John Cena stuff, but now they're like, hey, guess what? You're Russian. Yeah. I'm like, all right, now come backstage. We got to change you, put on the giant cloak. Oh. So, um, so, yeah. So, definitely no, let us know what you think about these matches so far. So, time to dive in to the main event, guys. The main matches that's... Going to be getting your money this year. Um, we'll kick things off. Undertaker versus Bray Wyatt. So, a match that I was... I know probably people would have liked to have seen last year, but instead they got Lesnar. But instead we get it this year with Undertaker now being 21-1. and one. So, the Street question... doesn't mean anything. No, it means nothing now. So, um, Undertaker hoping to redeem himself. Bray Wyatt... Hoping to become the new face of fear. Which I would like that. Both I guys have everything cool. to lose in this situation, though. I think that'd be pretty cool for yeah. Bray Wyatt, but I don't see that happening. No, I feel like Bray Wyatt's character won't reach its potential, mm-hmm. which I wanted to, and I like him. I really yeah. do. But I could go with Undertaker. Undertaker, 22 and 1. Yeah. 
All right. How about you, Doug? What are your thoughts on this on this matchup? Uh, well, I feel like you guys were framing it as a as a lose lose situation, and I don't yeah. think it's a lose lose. I just think it's a can't win, can't win. Like, which is like <laughs> seems like a variation, but it's not. It's not. Neither guy has anything to lose. Mm. It's just that neither of these guys can really benefit. Right. <laughs> so I mean, I'm going to go with Taker. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> See, I mean, like. This would be the second year in a row that Bray Wyatt has had the chance to be elevated, and they're gonna shut they're gonna shut him down. I think they're doing Taker and Sting next year. Yeah, and that's why and that'll be the end of it. And uh, they'll hang it up. I, I think mm. I think they're doing Taker and Sting in Dallas, and then that's it. And uh, there's no way you can get to that match if Taker loses. Man. Yeah, unless you have the losing streak, and he's like, you know, this is my redemption this year. I'm not going out on a losing streak. So I'm going to fight until I win again. So in that case, if that were to happen, would he would he be the one to defeat Sting or would Sting beat Undertaker? More of the more of the great debate. Um like I said, you know, this is one of those years where like Bray Wyatt this could this could have been a great year to elevate him, but you're having Undertaker come back from having the streak broken. It's just, I don't know. Um, if you were going to do it, you should have done it last year instead of Lesnar. Yes, absolutely. So, um, I think I'm going to go with Undertaker as well. Um, as, as sad as it is for, for Bray Wyatt, you know, I would love to see the guy get elevated, but I don't think they're going to give Undertaker a second loss in a row uh, for WrestleMania. It's just I just don't see it happening. So, uh, next matchup we're going to see is not the main event. But uh, they certainly are trying to make it feel like it is. Sting versus Triple H. Sting's first match in WWE. Um, and it's going to be up against the game. So who, uh, I don't know. First off, how do you guys feel about the build? And second off, who who are you picking to win? Doug, we'll start with you. Uh, I mean, I th- the, the build's been pretty nonsensical for me. It's, uh, of course, I missed Raw again, so... Mm. Not again, but I'm saying again that I missed this one raw this past raw. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if they did something to tie it together. Right. I didn't really get a chance to read through like the spoilers or anything. But uh I don't know if they did something to put like a nice bow on it or anything, but uh Not really. Like Sting came out to kick off Raw. Stephanie came out to hype up that it was WCW versus WWE. Sting said, No, that's idiotic. And then Stephanie went to slap him. He caught her. He caught her hand, and then Triple H came out like he was gonna fight him. Stephanie got the sledgehammer, handed it to, to Triple H, and by that time, Triple H was getting into the ring, Sting pulls out the bat, and they have a stare down, and then Triple H retreats. That was it. Yeah. That was their big sell you hard on the match. Well, I mean, it's not a match that anyone asked for, so yeah. no one's excited for it. People, I mean, people, I think we probably underestimated the amount of people that... Um did not need to be introduced to Sting. I think I think I at least personally underestimated that. But this is still not the match that the people asked for. They wanted mm-hmm. they wanted Taker and Sting. Now, if you wanted to take her and Sting, I think it's dumb to not do it this year. Yeah. Like do it this year. It's fine coming off the Taker loss because it's Sting coming in. So mm-hmm. it's whatever. But uh I don't know. I don't know why Sting comes in just to lose. I don't know why he'd want to come in just to lose. I mean I don't see how I mean, the story is built where Sting like avenges the evil, like things that Triple H has done. So right. I mean, that's the story. 
why would you bring him in to lose? It's got to be Sting. Yeah. Especially if you're going to – not especially, but even, if, you, if you add to that that you want to do Taker and Sting next yeah, year, even if need. even if you had Undertaker still undefeated going up against Sting, you don't – one, you don't break the streak, even though they now have. Right. And two, you don't bring in Sting to have his first match be a loss. Right. So, you know, what what positive can you get from that, you know? I think it's a – well, the positive is I think – that if you're gonna book Sting, that's the match that the fans wanted to see. Yeah, that's the positive. The positive, the positive to this is zero because no one asked for that match. Yeah, they're like, I'm okay not seeing Triple H. Yeah, I mean, but. it's not the it's not the match the fans wanted. Yeah, I mean, I mean, there are logistically there is a lot of reasons to not do Triple H. I mean, to not do Undertaker and Sting for the things you were just talking about, but. At least the fans wanted to see that. So at least you're like creating buzz and you're like making it part of the draw of Mania. This is just this was just a crap crappily booked angle that no one wanted to see anyway. Right. So I'm going with Sting. Going with Sting. All right, Tyler, how about you? I'm going with Sting. Yeah. Same reasons. Yeah. You yeah. Bring them in to lose. I I, I will. Well, at least I will third with that. I'm going to say Sting to win as well. So uh so yeah so that'll take us into the main event I guess. Uh, Brock Lesnar going up against Roman Reigns for the WWE Championship. So, the uh, the build-up, the hype, the stare-down that they had hyped all week for Raw turns into a tug-of-war and nothing being accomplished. I did see this. I did come in on like <laughs> this uh, Heyman-Lesnar promo into Reigns coming down. That's the only thing I saw of Raw. Yeah. What I mean, what did you think about this? It felt like uh it felt like really odd. Like um like why didn't someone no. punch someone? Because the, yeah. I don't know. Like why would they just like like tussle over the belt like that? Yeah, and the Fly fact title. that the fact that Heyman sold the the speech, he did such a good job. And then he was like, Okay, you're gonna have to come into come into Lesnar's house, take his wife, change his kids' names before he'll give up that title. And then Reigns just comes up and is like, hey, I'll take that. Thanks. And then Lesnar's like, well, that's mine. Give it back. And then they... Oh. Yeah. I think the most interesting... That was really anticlimactic for them to, like, tussle over the belt like that. Yeah. But I think the most interesting part of the whole segment is the wink from Hammond Mm -hmm. after he delivers the final line. Mm Mm-hmm. Is that foreshadowing or is that misdirection? Is it is it foreshadowing or is it red herring? Yep. So that's going to be the great speculation. See, that's why I'm thinking like maybe this will be the year that we have a heel standing standing tall. Um, well, go ahead. Then you, you we okay. go first. Go ahead. Go into it. Then. All right. We'll go. We'll do some fantasy booking here, if you will. Um, fantasy book me your fantasy angle and then give me your pick. Okay. Um, I don't see this being. An amazing matchup. Um, I'm sure they'll deliver some hard hits and stuff like that. I just can't see it being one of those instant classic matches. Um, but as far as the end, I feel that the way that Paul Heyman has been speaking the last number of weeks about how strong Roman Reigns really is, he's really been putting the guy over. You know, I guess to to make him seem as a credible threat, saying you know. If, if there was anyone in the world that I'd put my money on to win a match, it would be you, except you're going up against Brock Lesnar. And then the, you know, you've got the shirt that says, 
you know, I can and I will, but you can't and you won't unless I say so. I feel like that's where where he's going to go. Uh, so my fantasy booking is that Paul Heyman is going to somehow cost Brock Lesnar the championship. Roman Reigns is going to side with Paul Heyman, causing a switch. So you're going to have Lesnar go face because he's obviously over with the crowd as it is. Uh, and you give Roman Reigns a mouthpiece in Paul Heyman. And he he can become the new champion. Now the the debate on that is, if that's the case... Would Seth Rollins try and cash in? And if he does, would he be successful? You know, like, would that cause him to turn face? Or would Roman Reigns stop him and Paul Heyman would stop him uh, from, you know, either attempting a cash in or, you know, having a failed cash in? So I feel like Roman Reigns is going to win the match between Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns. But I don't know what they're going to do with Seth Rollins after that. Well, make a guess. I mean, if it's part of your prediction, then make a guess. Oh, man. Uh, I mean, you factored it into your predictions, so you almost have to say if you think he's going to do it or not. Oh, man. Um, You know, I think they'll hold off. I think they'll hold Rollins off, and uh, they'll let Reigns get his heel heat from the crowd um, by having Paul Heyman betray Brock Lesnar and siding with Roman Reigns. So Roman Reigns wins, no cash in. That's what I'm saying. All right. Hey, bro. Uh, I feel like the only way a Roman's going to win is the help of Paul Heyman, which would still be kind of weird. I don't know how exactly he can help him, but that would make the most sense because if nothing like that happens and Roman wins automatically, it's not going to be believable. Yeah. Um, but everyone's predicting. Everyone knows that Roman Reigns going to win. Technically, no one knows shit. No one knows stuff. Um. Yeah. So uh, I am gonna go with um, Roman because I don't see Brock winning. Mm. So Roman. Yeah. All right. Cash in. Are you gonna? Get- you want to make, care to make a prediction on the cash in? No, I don't say that WrestleMania. No, no cash in. I'm, w- I'm with you guys on the the Roman going heel stuff. I'm 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 eye to eye with you guys on the double turn. I think Brock is going babyface. I think that Roman's going heel and probably not probably Heyman's going to accompany Roman as a heel. Brock's going babyface. You're going to do the double turn. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to say Brock retains. Yeah. No cash in. No cash in. I'm going to say they double turn. Brock is your baby face. Heyman turns on him. Roman's a heel with Heyman. Uh, no cash in. Brock mm. is your big conquering baby face. Because this one I have problems. This one I have problems with. It makes sense from a storyline perspective to do what the way you said. But if you take into account that Brock resigned for two years, like, you reported on earlier in the show. Mm-hmm. I think they, well, I don't know if they said specifically two years, but it's like multi year, yeah. right? So, uh, more than one. <laughs> what is the money in having Brock Lesnar occasionally on the show every couple of months to, to feud with somebody? He's done that. Yeah. And just, I have a hard time wrapping my mind around 
how you capitalize off of re-signing Lesnar if you don't keep the belt on him. And even if you turn even if you turn Roman heel to sync up how the fans feel with him with the reaction that you desire, you're, you're essentially turning him to so that his reaction is matching what he's supposed to be getting. Hmm. Even if you do that, he's still not ready to ca- ca- carry that ball. Even with Heyman as a mouthpiece, he's not there in the ring yet. Right. I can see them giving him a hill run without the belt. I think I think they thought they were going to muscle through mm-hmm. with him, and I don't think that they they I think they got cold feet about it. I think they're keeping the belt on Lesnar. I'm saying your big bad fiery babyface Brock Lesnar is retaining. Mm. Oh, I would love to see no that. cash in. That's a bold prediction, but uh, it would not be. It would not at all surprise me to see Reigns win with Heyman. But I, I'm calling Brock. See, I feel. Heyman. I feel that if somehow Lesnar does retain, then Rollins would attempt to cash in. I feel like no matter what's going to happen at the end of the night, a heel will be holding the championship above the. Uh, you know. See, I just don't see. I can't buy Rollins factoring into the plans of either either guy with while those guys are in the title picture. Right. Uh, See, another thing, if you look at it from a perspective of, uh, like, what what angles are you going to run if Roman gets the belt? Who do you have lined up to, to challenge him? What well, hot baby face do you first have? First off, you'd have a hot Lesnar. Hot Lesnar. Yeah, but he's got a cush contract. You know that. And when's he coming back to wrestle? How are you going to blow that off? Uh, he'd have a few weeks to build for Extreme Rules. I mean, maybe they paid him enough to 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 be at Extreme Rules. I mean, yeah. granted that. Where do you go at, once you go after a hot? But why would you turn Lesnar to your? Because when he when you turn Lesnar, he you're saying he's our number one babyface right now. Even right. even with Cena on there, they're okay with Brock being a number one babyface. Mm-hmm. Why turn him just to lose to to Reigns in another pay per view? And why and why put the belt on Reigns just to have him take it off again in a month? Yeah. See that? I think that's weird. I think I think. I think Lesnar resigning changes the game. Hmm. Interesting theory. I'm sticking because I think you can you can run Lesnar against whoever. I mean, I think there are more heel. I mean, you can you can do you can do Roman. You can still that doesn't cut Seth Rollins off the table. Uh, you can do Rose, you could do Rusev if you wanted to. There are heel challengers lined up for Lesnar, right? But I don't see big baby faces lined up for. I don't see those ducks in a row on the babyface side for it to challenge Roman Reigns. Mm. I'm sticking with Lesnar. All right. Tyler, <laughs> you want to change your mind on anything? Nope. Just making sure. So, uh, so yeah, so there you go. That's uh, that's going to be WrestleMania 31, our, our picks. Let us know what you think on the Facebook page. Those were some great picks. Those, those were some great picks. picks. Those, those were some great picks. picks. Lucha Underground. <laughs> All right. Um... <laughs> So what was it? The the first match was um, uh, Drago versus was it Arhenis? No, 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 not Arhenis. Uh, Aerostar. Aerostar. Which I'm not really familiar with any or these these two guys, but from what they said, that this is what how many matches they're supposed to have? Like six matches. It's a best of. I think it's the first to get three, so. I, Probably make it best of seven, right? Yeah. Um, I really don't remember too much about this one. It was uh, fucking cool. It was just like cool, like Lucha flying stuff. Yeah. I like I said before, I like that I like Drago's mask. 
I really do. It's you really what, cool. Uh, you know what uh, gets me about Drago and um, Aerostar is they have those fucking those shoulder pad things that they have on before they fucking... And every time I forget that they... I know that they take them off when they wrestle, but every time I see them, I'm like, how are they going to work a fucking <laughs> match in that shit? It's like I almost always forget they took it off. I don't know why. And uh, who got the, the win, Aerostar? I thought Drago won. No, you're right. Aerostar won because he hit him with the... Uh, he did the he he did the he walked the second rope like a tightrope into the Hurricane Rana yeah. and then he hit the splash off like the springboard splash. Yeah, cool spot. Yeah. Um, then we went to the second match. It was um, Big Rick versus the Crew, and uh, I don't remember all their names. Was there Mister Cisco? Cisco Cortez Cisco. Castro. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm blanking. Uh, Cisco, Cortez Castro, and <sighs> keep talking. I'll Google. It. I don't know. Um, so this match is supposed to be, I guess the the main thing. Like uh, Big Rick got his, he beat Sexy Star a few episodes ago. So this means he gets to verse the crew. And I didn't get to watch. I uh, haven't been watching it from the beginning. I mean, like the the series, so I didn't know certain things. But apparently, uh, and y'all all know this already, but he used to be the the head of the crew. So yes, until they yes, turned yes. on him and all that stuff, and they one took of the his, guys they took his eye. Yeah. The, yeah. So it's bail. Um, B boy is bail. B a e l. Okay. Um. Yeah. So I mean, did. They would team up on him, and then he got to a point where he would take one down, then another one. But uh, one thing that's coming to mind is that the end, the, that last guy who was about to run, the sexy star, like kicked him down the stairs. I forgot his name. Maybe it was Bell. I don't know. B Boy is Bell. Cortez Castro is um, I think it was Ricky Reyes, B-boy. and uh, Lil Cholo is Mr. Sisko. But they got him back in the ring, and after he beat him up and stuff, and he was already bleeding, and it, it looked tough to me. He put that chair in there. You know how he like uh, does that movie, picks you up and the slams you right there. Like the top of the chair, I swear, when he landed on it, hit his arm weird. It, it looked like it, it would have hurt. Just me though. Sort of weird. They sort of using like uh, a big Rick in like an interesting way, like. Some they they made him cool somehow. I don't know why. Like uh, they found a way to present him to where they like, you know, are accentuating all his positives and like not his negatives. Maybe it's just type of matches and how they're, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I don't exactly know what they're doing. He just comes across a lot cooler than he did in the WWE. You know, I don't know. <laughs> That's for sure. I felt like it. You like the eye patch? Yeah, I like his look in general. Yeah. yeah. Well, he yeah. just has like basketball shorts on and like yeah, comes out with a cigar. Yeah. I I don't know. I I felt like I could be wrong. I don't remember too much from this stint in there, but I felt like they gave him a shot or they didn't. I don't know. In WWE, I, don't know. <sighs> I mean, he didn't get a crazy push. He, he had the whole ECW thing where he was he was the last guy who had the title. Yeah, he had that thing where Regal was managing him and uh, Kozlov. Yeah, that was it. I not Kozlov. No. No, because it Kozlov. Think so. Might yeah. have been. Yeah, wow. it was. I think it was Kozlov and Ezekiel were managed by uh, Regal for a little bit. Um, then he went on to be the ECW champion, the last one. 
So yeah, he Big Rick won the match. And the last match was uh Mil Muertes versus uh Phoenix. Yeah, it was a it was a um a casket match, but what do they how did they brand it? Like uh It was a different name. Yeah, fuck. Then they had these these people with like face paint come out. Like Day of the, the Dead thing. Yeah, Day of the Dead. So what was it? Mil Muertes is the guy who who with a thousand deaths or whatever, yeah. and then Phoenix is a guy who with a thousand lives. Well, Phoenix like rises from the dead or whatever. Yeah. This this match seemed crazy to me, man. I thought it was really good, and I think it's really hard to get over a casket match in today in like this day and age. And they've done a, a phenomenal job. Like, uh, I, and it wasn't like a like a like sophisticated match structure or anything. It basically was just Mil Mortis beating the fuck out of yeah. Phoenix. He yeah. beat the fuck out of Phoenix for Ripped like mask, fifteen minutes, and like every bleed. like once every five minutes, like Phoenix would get like a cool hope spot in, like a cool hiding, like that's not flying his real blood, is it? Spot. Huh? Do you think that's his real blood? I'm sure he. I'm sure he was bleeding. I don't Just know. because he like put that shit in his mouth. I don't know what you mean. Mil has like licked it. It had his blood in his mouth. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've seen dudes lick other dude's blood before. It's weird. I'm not saying it's not gross. I'm just saying I've seen it before. Uh, you ever see that like BJ Penn fight where he like licks the blood off his fucking hands? Like, mm-hmm. uh-uh. I've seen that. I've seen it in wrestling. Lesnar's dude. done it. Yeah, Lesnar's done it. Wow. But uh, more than one occasion. I, I think. think it was yeah. a great Taker and Cena. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was a great match. I think I was just. Uh, my mind was blown when he ripped his mask. I was like, "Oh shit, they're airing it!" Like, cause in my head, and I was like, "I'm, I'm believing the you're not supposed to take his mask off." Well, or, you're not, but that's a uh, like in lucha matches where sort of the rules get discarded. That's the thing that happens a lot where they get their masks like ripped up. You can almost see the guy's face, but I was like, say, it, that must not be a tough mask. Well, it's abs- well they rip it on purpose. It's supposed oh, okay. to it's supposed to like add effect. It's like, oh no, he's going for his fucking mask. It's supposed to be like. Uh, I mean, it's just like anything in those type of matches. Like, if you do it all the time, it doesn't mean as much. But you know, like it's supposed to add to the effect where his mask is all ripped up and he's got mm-hmm. like he's bleeding all. His face is still obscured. Like Spider Man. Yeah, because he's all bloody and shit. But um, uh, I mean, he, Phoenix got the win with the help of um Katrina, and she dumped the I guess the rock from it where, you know, his origins. Where like Katrina from. didn't really help that much. Well, no, but she like she got involved with the finish. Like she like. She's the one who slammed it in the door or whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and she put the rock in with him or whatever. Uh, but it was nuts. Like I was really impressed with how they how they were able to get it. Because if they were to tell me, and maybe it's just because of WWE, but if they were saying we're gonna have a casket match on Raw, we're gonna have a casket match on WrestleMania, I'd be like, who gives a fuck? Oh yeah, it's nothing. But just because it's so hokey and they so they do things like so like one way but i don't know it was just a cool match like i would recommend going out of your way to see it. they went all over the uh temple, temple. i like saying that I like to, uh what was it the spot where he was running he was gonna jump out of the ring but <laughs> mil muertes put the uh casket up and he ran into her. He oh yeah the yeah casket. and he got suplex when the, the the casket was up like propped up on one side and he like suplexed him on it like yes yeah. Uh, Mil Muertes took the bottom ropes off and took the uh, the metal part. Sorry, I guess that's the actual turnbuckle part. Yeah, hit him with that. Um, 
It's just, it's just it's cool, a lot of cool factors and stuff. So, yeah, I enjoy it. Um, I guess that's their way of writing Mil Martez out for a little while. I yeah. mean, he's a man of a thousand deaths, so I'm assuming he's going to be back at some point. But It'll be cool if like he comes back, but he looks different each time, like Solomon Grundy. Uh, well, see, the thing about them is that they only run an hour a week, so they sort of have to like cycle guys in and out of the yeah. roster, you know, because like, there's not a time be for back everybody. And like one guy's in the storyline, you'll be back not the next episode, but the episode after. Well, I think this is their way of writing him out for a little while. Yeah, but I don't know. May, I mean, I I would not believe forever, but you know, I don't know. It was good. Got your way to you see should it. Check it out, Daniel. Definitely, I will once we get home. So, uh, so really cool stuff. Make sure you check out Lucha Underground. I'm going to do the same. So with that being said, it's time to go to the Q&A portion of the show. Your questions, our answers. First question coming to us from Thomas. Drop it low, son. Drop it low, son. Drop it, drop it low, son. Saying, hey, guys, hope you're all excited for WrestleMania this Sunday. There's been a lot of speculation on certain matches, but uh, these things tend to deliver. But I want to take a trip down memory lane. In my most recent blog post on the app, uh, I've helped build. Uh, we'll get to know that later. I discussed my first Mania, which was Ma- uh, WrestleMania 20 in 2004. But I want to know, what was your first Mania, and what impression did it leave on you after watching? Keep up the always excellent content, guys, and don't forget to be awesome. Uh, me, and, me and Doug's is uh, WrestleMania 25 in Houston. Uh, I think he's referring to, well, I mean, we'll what, do was our first, first, first to attend and first that you ever watched. Let's do that. Oh, did he say what did he? What did he say? He just said his first mania. Oh, well, first to attend was twenty five. Yeah, first to watch, I don't remember. <laughs> to be honest with you, I really don't. Yeah. Um, <coughs> like I said, we had a fun time at the Houston one. Mm-hmm. Wait, so is he asking first that you saw or first that you attended? Let's do both. Uh, well, twenty five, obviously, Tyler already said that. Yeah. First one I saw, I think, was three. Wow. And that was obviously like the whole like Andre Hogan thing. And I was a big Hulkamaniac as a kid, so I was, you know, going nuts for that shit. That's my fucking mm-hmm. uh, impression. Yeah. First one I went to was WrestleMania 30, but the first one I saw, um, honestly, I, I can't remember. I, I do remember being like in third grade and uh, someone showed me the Hogan Andre match from WrestleMania 3. They're like, dude, you got to watch this. It's going to be awesome. Um, but then that was back in the days where, you know, I was I was into wrestling, but, you know, I wasn't going to go up to my mom and say, hey, can we pay so that I can watch these these pay-per-views? Um, I, I, I never got pay-per-views until I was old enough to pay for them. Right. So what I would do is I would turn my channel to, nine, to channel 99, 99 and I would just listen to it. Listen to JR call through the scramble in the phone. Absolutely. And, uh, and the picture always cleared up for just a moment. Whenever Kane's pyro would go off, whenever there was fire, anytime that they had the long pyro, that's when the picture went clear. And then as soon as the fire went away, it went back to scrambling. Um, so I would always, I would always listen to the pay per views uh, by by going to Channel ninety nine and 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 doing that. And so my buddies and I would always talk about it the next Monday before Raw. You know, when we we're in school. So we were like, oh, what happened? Oh, this guy won, this guy won. Oh, no way, you know. Um, but as far as, like, the first one that I saw, um, it was probably WrestleMania 20 because that was whenever I decided to get back into wrestling because mm-hmm. I was like, oh, man, the 20th twentieth WrestleMania already? I better pick this up and, and check it out. And so I did, and ever since then, it, you know, 
that just grew from there. See, mine was like, uh, me and my buddy would always like rent the <coughs> fucking tapes from the video store. So we would get like, oh, nice. We'd be like, oh, we're getting like whatever. Like, oh, they have these. Tapes. Dalmatian. No, no, no. I mean, like wrestling tapes. We'd be like, oh, these are the wrestling tapes they have. Like, uh-huh. we're getting these wrestling tapes. Gotcha. And we'd get like three or four and we'd like watch them over the weekend or whatever. Mary Poppins. <clears throat> I don't think I, I mean, I'm sure I. I mean, I have to have seen Mary Poppins, but I couldn't for the life of you tell you what the fuck it was about. I don't, I, I don't know anything about it. So, lady taking care of kids and bringing them to them. She didn't. She puts them in a headlock. She, she punched yeah. any of those little kids in the face. With Hit an them with a chair. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. Uh, but Thomas says, "P.S. As I mentioned earlier, I have an app, or at least I helped develop an app, and I was hoping." A hoping Thomas Lawson app. Let me. Let me <laughs> I was hoping for a cheeky, shameless plug. It's called Wrestling Amino, and it can be found by searching for Spell that. A M I N O. You can find it by searching Amino Apps. Basically, it's a social media community app for fans of pro wrestling where you can chat with fellow fans, discuss anything wrestling, and basically have a fun time. I'm super proud of how well it's been doing and would love to see more folks on there. How much is that app free? Probably free. As a team member, I'm on pretty regularly, so you're bound to know at least one person when you start. So download today to get your free cake. Quote, free free cakes cannot be guaranteed. So I'm glad you clarified on that, Thomas. Does he say the app is free? I uh, he does not specify. Oh, that's I would not assume good, it's. That's I would assume. not a good sign. Oh, let me let me. I'm gonna. I'm gonna it's wrestling free. amiibo. It's Amino. free. Sorry, amino. Wrestling amiibo. <laughs> amiibo. Yeah. It's the Tyler hat. Yeah, there you go. Wrestling other people. Hurt. Speaking of amiibos, how's your search going there, a bear? I'm on a break right now. A break. The next set comes out. How how long until your until your <laughs> break is month. over? Next month. All right. You come back from the honeymoon and get back to searching. Is that it? Probably. Okay. Everybody go download Lawson's app, but only after you download that Sports Radio Beaumont app. That's right. And good, listen to our asses. Good plug. So uh, next one coming to us from Occam City saying, hey, guys, great show as always. I have to agree. I have to agree that there is little hype behind this year's mania. Uh, I am only looking forward to the Sting Triple H match for nostalgia. I have the same feeling about this Wyatt Taker match as I did going into the Taker Brock match last year. Also, do you guys think that the WWE is continuously shooting themselves in the foot by announcing talent returns and special appearances like Sheamus's return and Batista last year, or Brian going into the Rumble and Lesnar appearances on Raw? I don't think the act of announcing them is what makes it shooting themselves in the foot. I think what they do with them when they get them there is what's yeah. shooting them in the foot. Yeah, like if you like the whole Dane O'Brien debacle. Like, why have him go into the Royal Rumble if you're gonna have him lose? Right. You know. Uh. You know. You you want to advertise Brock Lesnar gonna show up because he he's gonna pull in ratings. It's a draw. Yeah. So you know, and and it gives the fans something to look forward to and. And they've been hyping up Sheamus over the last few weeks, so it's like you don't know when he's going to show up, but you know that he is. So it's something to look forward to. So, but good question. So uh, final final question coming to us tonight from Flaccid PP, saying, "Good show, guys, as always." But before my question, Doug, what does it matter if they're called rolled chicken tacos? I'm Mexican, and they ha- and they are taquitos. You're wrong, and it's common knowledge that taquitos are. Ed- uh, or it's common knowledge what taquitos are, and it doesn't matter how you order them. <laughs> B- 
But anyway, my question this week. I got to read this. I don't even believe this. Hold on. Let me read this shit. Okay. A, it's hard to understand. And B, I don't even believe the words that are coming out of here. Okay. What does it matter if they're. Okay. All right. Okay. I'm sorry. Here, I'll put the microphone so if you want to read it, you know, you can. Sure, guys. Always. Step over to the side. So move over to the side for you. Give you some time. Good show, guys, as always. But before my question, dog, what does it matter if they're called rolled chicken tacos? I'm Mexican and they are taquitos. You're wrong. You misspelled your. Wrong your. Uh, Grammar slam. <laughs> and it's you common are. knowledge. And it's common knowledge that taquitos are. It doesn't matter how you order them. A. Okay, A. This is confusing. Hold on. <laughs> I did. It doesn't. It doesn't matter that they're. I. It doesn't matter if they're called rolled chicken tacos or taquitos. What I was saying was, wouldn't it make? Why don't they just? Why don't they just call them taquitos if they're the same thing? Which is what you're saying in the second part of your, your question. Taquito talk. Yes. Week three. Yes. You're basically reinforcing my argument and telling me I'm wrong. Um, and I don't know if it's common knowledge that uh, uh, rolled chicken tacos are what taquitos means because I well I didn't know where 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 is your where is your body of work that that proves that it's common knowledge because I talk to exactly four people about this you being the fourth and the other three in this room and three of the four which is 75 fucking percent didn't know that's what it meant so i have a body of work to prove that it is not common knowledge you show me all the people you polled and then you can tell me you about get your people yes we'll get our people what's common knowledge hash this thing out um it's gonna be a bloodbath yeah my argument was never that it matters what they're called. All I said was, why aren't they calling them taquitos? And uh, and yeah. I, I stand by my argument that it's an asshole thing to argue, or to uh, that's an asshole move to uh, try and make up uh, your order not as it is on the menu. Order what's on the menu. And also, for someone who is telling me they are authority on taquitos... And telling me I'm wrong about taquitos, you're misspelling the fuck out of taquitos every time you type it. You're spelling it with toes, like T-O-E-S, and that's not how it's spelled. So you can't, you can't, you can't be an authority authority on taquitos if you can't spell it, bro. That's just not how it rolls. Anyway, yeah. You want, well, what's the question then? Uh, what is the question? Um, but anyway, my question this week is that the IC title stuff going on in the ladder match at WrestleMania 31. I started thinking about ladder matches. So what are your favorite ladder matches? Mine would have to be either Razor Ramon versus Shawn Michaels or the first Money in the Bank ladder match at WrestleMania 21. Favorite, what are your favorite? Favorite ladder matches, guys. Oh, I got mine. Are you going to go? Or you want me to uh, I can't think of the specific one, but there was like this one of the uh, Money in the Bank matches. Yeah. Do you remember who won? Was it Daniel Bryan? No. It was the earlier ones. I can't think. There's like two of them that I really liked. No, I can't think of it though. Yeah. I'm gonna go with uh, ladder ladder war from Man Up 2007 ish. I believe it is. Uh, it was a kick-ass match, and then uh, I think that's the same night that Age of the Fall debuted afterwards. So that was 
Yeah, I like that one a hell of a lot. I don't know if it's my favorite favorite, but I like it a whole hell of a lot. Um, I like the Money in the Bank ladder match. Um, just any of them with Shelton Benjamin because they always put on a good show. Uh, was there a Sheamus John Morrison ladder match a few years ago? I want to say 2009, 2010, maybe even 2011. Um, I know they had it was an ECW thing, right? I think so. I don't know if it was. It was during a paper. It was some sort of gimmick match, but I don't know if it was a ladder match. I want to say it was a ladder match because I I, I want to say that like Morrison was getting his legs stretched out through the ladder and stuff. But like Jericho, maybe so. No, it was. It had to have been Morrison and Sheamus. Oh, and your and your your bro uh, Kofi was in it, right? No, this is a one-on-one match. A uh, one-on-one match. Never mind. Um. They they put on a pretty good show. Um, I don't know. My memory is really fuzzy right now. I'm, I've been battling the weather and it's been kicking my ass. So uh, you need taquitos. Yeah, I do need some taquitos. They they were on a limited time basis and they're out again. What? We need to make a push to Taco Bell to make them like full time menu item menu on items. Full on. Mm. So yeah. Yeah, so thank you, thank you for the question. Thank everybody for your questions. Make sure to submit your questions on our YouTube page, WNS Video. Also, our Facebook page, WNS Podcast. Check us out on WrestlingNewsSource.com and WrestlingNewsSource.com on Facebook. And subscribe to us on iTunes. And if you could be so kind, please leave us a review on there. We would certainly most appreciate it by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast. Uh, check us out on uh, Stitcher, Beyond Pod, and Player.fm. Just search Wrestling News Source Podcast to find us. Uh, yeah. Don't step to me about taquitos. <laughs> I I'm a little bit shocked that no none of my peeps in the food service industry came to my my fucking mm-hmm. argument about mm-hmm. Daniel being a jerk. That's right. We know who we know whose side they're on. <laughs> Daniel's Although we paying did people get one, off. Did you see that one comment that we got? No. Uh, that had the Civil War logo with our with the podcast. Oh yeah, yeah, that's Pepsi fan. I, was, I yeah. did see that. That was good. Yeah, I appreciate that. I is that is a divide that. in the cast with your treatment of food service. I got to chuckle out of that one. Well, but well, apparently he, he was neutral though. He was just saying like yeah, there is a risk. Yeah, he was neutral. Flaccid Peepee is full on Team Daniel. Apparently, yeah, it looks like it. Yeah, he's wrong, but I mean, he's entitled <laughs> to be wrong. He's entitled to be Welcome wrong. to the winning side. Pee-pee. All right, follow um, <laughs> the podcast on Twitter at WNS. Oh yeah, hey, Sports Radio One. Yeah, do that. Oh, you can uh, download the free app on your smartphone device. By searching Sports Radio Beaumont. That's B E A U M O N T. Sports Radio Beaumont. Good stuff. Download the app for free. You can listen to us online by going to sportsradiobeaumont.com. That's B E A U M O N T.com. Good stuff. That's also B E A U M O N T. If you happen to listen from the area, which there aren't too many, but you never know who could be tuning in, you can listen to us on Sports Radio Beaumont 1450 1510 K I K R. Uh, follow the podcast on Twitter at WNS Podcast. Follow Daniel at WNS underscore Daniel. Tyler's at Tyler underscore A Bear. And if uh, you fuckers know what's up on that Bloodborne shit, y'all holler at me. Yeah, give him some tips. So there you go. Hope everyone enjoys WrestleMania for what it is. Just oh, we should we should say that we're going out of town for Tyler's bachelor yeah. party. So the show next week is just going to be WrestleMania and Raw. I don't think I'm going to have time to catch anything else. Yeah, that's fine. Pretty much it. So yeah, just. Be I'm more. working on the possible interview, but. Oh yeah, well no. I, what I mean is like I'm probably not gonna have time to catch Ring of Honor. I'll be out of. I'll, we'll be out of town. I yeah. probably won't have time to catch Lucha Underground because I don't get the channel. I gotta watch it on the internet. Right. Later. Well, by the well, 
if anything, you can just come over before WrestleMania and you can watch it. Cause, uh, We're leaving to come home that Sunday. Right. That's what I'm saying. Get home. Yeah. And then we got to get ready for we the just, We just leave an hour early. Er. I plan on drinking. I don't, it might be <laughs> Who the hell's driving? If my, if, my tooth, yeah. if my tooth holds up, I plan on getting drunk. There you go. All drunk Sunday? Tooth. No, but Saturday night. Well, that's what I'm saying. But, like, WrestleMania doesn't start for us until, like, what, four? Oh, wait, no. It's, like, six. The pre-show is four. So, I mean, you can come over before the pre-show. Yeah, but we got to drive home that day. Wait, oh, yeah. What time are you planning on getting up? How, what time are you planning on? How long does it take you to get home from Galveston? I don't know how long of a drive. Is it an hour and a half? Probably. That's with a fairy weight. Fairy winkle. So, well, I mean, I want to go home and like take a fucking shower and oh, throw dude, all my shit going. down. Well, what I'm saying is, you can come over and watch. I might uh, have to take a shit. I might have to take <laughs> a, a double shit. <laughs> well, you can come over and watch watch Lucha Underground, and then we can watch WrestleMania, or you can watch WrestleMania and stick around for an extra forty minutes and, and watch Lucha Underground. Shit, I ain't gonna be staying around extra. Right. Hey, man, you awesome. how about you you get Lucha Underground locked down next week? Then I don't, right. I'm I'm warning the people I may not have time. Okay. So, so it'll be all you. He's got it. He's got it. All right, you two guys. So there you go. So, Me and him. Me and him. Hope you all enjoy WrestleMania. Like I said, for what it is for the podcast crew. I am Daniel Heron. I am a bear. I am Sorry. stretching this out till I get to the buttons of this one. Yes. I'm Doug. And we will catch you all <laughs> next week. Bye. <laughs>